Hey, what is up? Welcome to another episode of the Fire From Heaven Philosophy. And, uh, today, I'm just going to be talking a little bit about my writing process uh, as an artist and just kind of my set of ideas behind that and um, just kind of the, the ideas behind like what goes into my work and how uh, I get my work done and just how I write music, I guess. So I was trying to decide on like the title of this one. I was thinking about calling it Challenging Today's Creative Gurus or Coaches or whatever. There's a lot of uh, online coaching. There's just the rise of online coaching industries. It's been massive. There's some, literally, most big podcasts, if they're anything about, like, kind of self-growth and stuff like that, they have usually a course, a book, and some sort of community where they're helping people grow and stuff, and I think that's awesome. But, like, uh, some of the... Some of these people, like, in the industry of, like, music and creating music and stuff like that, um, actually, I think I'm going to change a little bit of the direction of, of today's episode, because I was going to talk about challenging, like, kind of, they, they say sometimes you write in seasons or whatever like that, and you, uh, don't try to force creativity basically but I decided I would talk a little bit about something I'm working on um that's kind of going to be like a series of episodes but uh, I hope to kind of develop this into a small book <laughs> which figure that like how modern creatives and stuff like that do that but you know I think Uh, where I was going with talking about, like, the modern coaching and stuff like that is, like, usually what they say is, like, I teach principles, which are essentially fundamental truths that they've discovered, you know, in a certain industry or certain thing or just whatever, and, but, uh, one thing is that, I've observed that that they're the kind of they they teach it as if they were absolute. Even like the book of Proverbs, uh, and the and the principles there are not necessarily absolute. And the Bible basically says that in the book of Ecclesiastes. Um, but still, better to follow those than to uh, better to follow those and essentially live with wisdom than not to. Um, so, I was, uh, throwing around this idea, and I don't know where exactly I was going with bringing up the coaching before what I was originally going to do, uh, like I said, was talk about, uh, my creative process and writing songs and sitting down and making myself write, whether I feel like it or not. Um, but I think I'll talk about that maybe in tomorrow's episode, because, um, over this week, last weekend, I just had this idea for uh, a series 
a podcast that might eventually become an audio book and an actual book. Um, it's my hope that I would because I've always wanted to write a book. Um, and, you know, I've just, like, been learning with, uh, struggling with perfectionism because I, I've really learned to deal with that in, in my music, but when I try to, try to do something else with a creative endeavor, like when I originally started podcasts, I struggled with it for a little while, and, like, I've really, uh, in the past couple of months, like, been really trying to f- find some sort of idea for a book, and... You know, I've just been working it and working the idea, just like writing down ideas and just kind of working it and um, kind of just making myself come up with something, (laughs) which again is just like what creative coaches say that like you can't do and you shouldn't do. But I disagree because I finally found, I think, what is a decent idea for what could become a book, and essentially what it is, is going to be kind of like, in a sense, when you look at the book of Proverbs in the Bible, you see, the fool does this, but the wise does this, and when they do that, if the if, if someone does this, then this happens, if someone does something foolish, this happens, if something does something wise, this happens, if fools take company with fools, they they stay foolish. If a fool takes company with a wise, with wise men, they become wise. So, like, um, it's kind of like gonna be that, but with artists. It's gonna be kind of um, throwing this idea. I was originally gonna call it the Starving Artist, not the actual book, because there's actually a book called The Starving Artist. Um, but, like, there's going to be, like, basically two characters in the book. And I decided to call this, not the starving artist, but I got, look here. Either the short-lived artist, or something along those lines. Um... Kind of what would be the opposite of long-suffering or enduring. So it's going to be like the short-lived artist versus the enduring artist. Or the long-suffering artist. I don't know. I'm still trying to decide on names uh, for them. For those two characters. But um, basically, it's going to be kind of talking about what the starving artist will do. And... You know, reason, basically giving an idea that, like, what I really want to do is to help artists. And I'm going to, like, say this, like, right out the gate. Like, these aren't absolute truths. These are, that I'm going to share here, these, like, principles, these ideas, they're not absolute. I don't think anything is absolute but but the Word of God. Um... But it's basically kind of like a kind of like my own proverbs or the artist proverbs. Maybe that could be a name. (laughs) I'm gonna write that down real quick. 
So I'm sorry if you hear the, the typing sound on my phone. Um, so really, like, what this episode is right now is just me thinking out loud, <laughs> basically. So this is kind of a look into my brain of, of just me, like, thinking of ideas and uh, just, like, what I was thinking about today. And this is, this episode's kind of random. I don't know exactly where I'm going with it. Uh, I was thinking of sharing what I have here written down for this whole, like, artist proverbs. I actually like that better, but I'll still keep the concept of the starving or the the short-lived artist versus the enduring artist. Um, I think maybe, oh, man. The artist proverbs has a better ring to it, <laughs> um, but uh, so I ha- I've been just trying to write down random ideas for chapters, um, and the reason why I kind of like broke this down into and I'm going to break it down into like uh, podcast episodes, so it, so it kind of is like a first recording of some sort of audio book for it. So the chapters are kind of broken down so they would be like kind of like episodes maybe. Um So the first one I have the short-lived artist will focus on circumstances. The enduring artist will focus on doing their work every day regardless of circumstances. And obviously I'm trying to like let go of perfectionism and stuff like I want chapter names to be shorter than that, but if it, if I can't make it shorter, I'll just make it work, you know? Um, so, so what I have here, I kind of go into, like, what, uh, the starving artist does, or, or the short-lived artist, and, like, focusing on circumstances, and, uh, just being very short-sighted, um, and it's, uh, you know, I didn't even realize, realized it as I wrote it, but it was kind of, like, you know, how, again, how the Proverbs kind of, like, says a fool does this and a wise man does this. And then that's just how, like, a bunch of Proverbs like that. Where it does, the fool does this, the wise does this. And just kind of offers observations that the, the writer Proverbs uh, saw. Um, but that's kind of like the style here, I guess. Um, at some points, I kind of share parts of my own journey as an artist and um just certain points where I was struggling like uh, I've literally been that short-lived artist uh a lot of my life um the short-lived artist and the enduring artist it's not like like this horrible artist or this perfect artist, it's kind of just like, kind of just like, um, this idea of, uh, different mindsets, and just different approaches to, to the work of your art, whatever it might be, um, I'm not just talking art, like actual, like, 
you know, music and stuff like that, just anything, really, anything creative, anything just <sighs> artistic in a sense, it's, that's really what it's about, and I guess what really prompted this idea was how, especially this first part, the first chapter, like the circumstances thing, I just see, like, so many artists on Facebook groups and stuff like that complaining about this whole Spotify thing all the time. I've seen, you know, there's this whole story with uh, Neil Young and stuff and uh, threatening Spotify with taking um, is Neil Young a guy? His music down? I think he is. <laughs> I don't know why I, I wasn't sure. For some reason, I was thinking that. But, yeah. They, he threatened to take his music down because of Joe Rogan's podcast or something on Spotify. Um, and then Spotify was like, well, I don't know, the whole story was like, no. We're not taking it down. And then they ended up taking down his music uh, without him doing that. So that there were just people like complaining about Spotify and everything, and oh, uh, just I don't know. That just prompted the, all these artists to complain about Spotify and uh, how it, you know. But and it, yeah, even today I just see like artists all the time like, oh, you only get paid like this much per stream and stuff like that, and it's just boo hoo, wah wah. My life sucks. Me 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 me. And it just pissed me off, honestly. Yeah, I even saw one guy, he's like, my friend's from this metal band and they make, they have like over a million streams a month and they only make $50 from Spotify a month. I'm like, well, first of all, are they signed to a label? Because I guarantee if they are, the label's taking all that revenue that they will get from Spotify. Because well, I make more than that a month. And I have, like, hardly any listeners. I have maybe over a thousand. And I make more than that a month. Probably because I'm not signed to a freaking label. I could go off on the whole label thing as an artist, honestly. Um, but it just, like... Then they were like, Spotify is killing music and killing artists. And I'm like, BS. If anything, labels are. The ones who steal all their freaking money and say, oh, it's expenses for you know, this and that and that. And I, I just think it's ridiculous. I think labels are the artist's idea of like, Ooh, my big shot, my big chance to sign to a label and everything would be great. Not saying there aren't good labels out there, but I think in a sense artists just see it as a shortcut to success because they don't want to put the work in themselves. Many probably won't admit that, but that's the way I see it. That's how, um, that's many times when I've been want, uh, tempted to want to sign to a label it's like, Man, I'm just sick of trying to have to do all this stuff. And, you know, but sometimes I, I think I have a chapter written down. It's like the short-lived artist will be short, 
short-sighted and look for shortcuts, the enduring artist will enjoy the struggle of the long earn. You know, so it's they they're always trying to give you shortcuts to things, and you know. I just don't like the terminology of saying shortcuts. If you're wanting to give people advice and help them and all that, that's great. But giving them shortcuts, I don't know. Everyone just has to have a journey. I'm not saying like learning and stuff like that from people who have more experience isn't a bad thing. I just don't, I don't see that as necessarily a shortcut because you still have to do the work that, you know, they obviously teach and everything, what they've learned and how you can apply it to to whatever you're doing, whether you're an artist or whatever, to to help your business as an artist and your music. Um, but there, there's still no shortcuts. That might be a clever terminology, but there are no shortcuts. You you still got to take that long that journey to the long earn. You know, any short-sighted shortcuts that earn you a lot usually don't last because you haven't really taken, they don't, it doesn't last or you're not able to sustain it because you haven't taken that journey and you don't know how to sustain it. So... That's really what what prompted this idea for this book. Because I'm sick of seeing artists complain and whine all the time. Get over yourselves. Seriously. (laughs) I know at one point and still in my life, it's just like these two mindsets, you know? At some points, I'm thinking like this short-sighted artist. I'm like, ugh. What's the easiest way to make money as an artist and, and how can I just do that as opposed to certain ways that I know will work. You just have to put in the work and endure. But you gotta, you gotta keep working it, you know? Nobody wants to work. It's sad. Artists, especially today, everybody has this idea that labels will will save them, you know. And then they end up having to bust their butts on tour. And when they come back from tour, they have to have their own day jobs or whatever. That's insane. It really is. After how much work they put in, how much money the the labels take. And everybody's complaining about Spotify killing artists and stuff. That's so untrue. That's such a load of crap. Do you expect people to just come and listen to your music because you put it up on Spotify? And when it doesn't, that you that Spotify's killing your art, killing you the artists? You gotta put in the work. People are and you know, I think the problem is people are so focused on Spotify too. Uh, artists don't think of other ways they can make money with with their music or whatever they're doing. Like, well, you know, you're you're creative with making music. You, I'm sure you can figure out some other ways. 
you know, what's nice is like Facebook is basically doing a thing with YouTube that YouTube does where they pay you for views. Uh, I'm not sure if you have to have a certain amount of likes and stuff, but I have over 10,000 on my Facebook page because I, I ran a Facebook ad, which you could do easily and get to that number. And, you know, you could do, you could get to that point if you put in the work of building it by like live streaming would really help your Facebook page. If you're an artist, like live stream every single day, I'm an idiot because I keep forgetting to get like a live stream setup figured out for this because you know, this podcast is linked to my music page and my music page is linked to this podcast. Like they're kind of interlinked. So that like, this is part of me and part of like my music is me <laughs> obviously. So yeah, I mean like there's so many ways you could, you could make an income. As an artist, it's not just Spotify. And it's not just selling merch either. Um, I mean, selling merch works great. I've, I think I just got into it too early. Because I, I really haven't had that many sales. And I've had a merch store over a year. And I don't understand it well enough, honestly. Because... And, you know, a big part of it is having a good size email list of, like, really well-targeted fans and everything. Um, now I'm getting into marketing and stuff, which I could talk all day about, too. But there's just so many ways you can make money as an artist. And I would say, above all, make sure you're always building an email list because platforms rise and fall. <laughs> some die, and, you know, some, like, Facebook kind of endure and become this super big thing but they're so oversaturated it's almost pointless i wouldn't say facebook necessarily but youtube like even reaction channels are having to super niche themselves down and be like pastors react or vocal coach reacts it can't just be reacting to this or reacting to that and it's so oversaturated so we gotta get creative and think of ways we can you know, differentiate ourselves in some way. Um, so at one point I might talk about that in the book and I've just kind of been ranting about some ideas and stuff. But, you know, another another chapter I have for this is the short-lived artist knows everything. The enduring artist knows nothing and learns everything. So it's just this attitude of learning and you're actually putting in the work of learning and and just a, not even that, but applying what you learn. Because there you know, a lot who like buy a course or a book. And they expect success to just happen without putting in the works. Half the time without even putting in the work with going through the course or reading the book entirely through. And, you know, some might, you know, a short-lived artist not necessarily doesn't have the attitude of not wanting to learn, so I might change that a little bit, but they don't want to put in the work of applying what they learn, I guess would be a better way to talk about it. Don't want to apply what they learn. They don't want to put in the work of applying what they learn. They think if they just learn it, maybe, or if they just zoom through the course or zoom through the book, or, you know, even like what I do all the time, like listening through books or listening to podcasts on marketing or whatever. Uh, if I don't like do something with that, 
if you don't apply like what you learn, it's useless. Pointless. What's the point? So, um, another one. The short-lived artist like believes he is destined to fail. The enduring artist knows success is built on a mountain of failures. So it's kind of like, again, like these just two different mindsets, of, but the same thing, like failure. Like you're going to fail, but the short-lived artist just kind of like looks at it like, Oh, I'm destined to fail. What's the point of even trying? Spotify won't pay me more for my streams. Oh. And the enduring artist knows success is built on a mountain of failures. You know, well, I got that wrong, I guess. Noted. And I'll keep going. If if Spotify doesn't pay me a lot of streams, a lot, a lot, a lot per stream, then I'm going to bust my butt to make more music so I can get more streams, to build my fan base so I can get more streams, to reach out to playlist curators so I can get more streams. You know, like there's just, if it doesn't pay a lot per stream, then get more streams. I don't, I don't get why it's so complicated about that. Why is it, why is it such this, why is it such this horrible thing? It's such a horrible thing. Ooh, I don't get a lot per stream. Then bust your butt and get more streams. I don't understand. Like modern artists, like way of thinking. Stop whining. If if you don't like how much how Spotify pays, then stop trying to. Don't even focus on Spotify. I would say put your music up on there and stuff. Because there's always going to be people there. But if like someone truly likes your music, they're going to go and support you in some way. Spotify's not going to hinder that. I have you know. All my favorite bands on Spotify playlists. If I really like one, I'm gonna go and buy the CD and their merch. Or I'm gonna be like, "Hey, how can I like donate to you or something?" Artists like live or have this very short-sighted way of looking at things, and just. Especially like just the first chapter of being so dependent on circumstances. So dependent on circumstances. And I've been this. Like I'm not not like judging anyone or anything. Like I've been this artist so many, so much of my life. I've been this short lived artist. It was very short-sighted and stupid and dependent on circumstances. You know, there's a point where my dream nearly died because I was so dependent on my circumstances and I became so complacent and just okay with, with what, how I was living, even though I knew a part of me was dying. I was like, eh. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. And it's just like this dependence on like circumstances today. And it's like, oh, I'm too tired today. 
Oh, I just kind of want to chill today. Ugh. My son's been really whiny today. That's, like, been me lately. <laughs> My son's been really fussy today. I just want to chill. I just want to have a day of rest and not do anything, especially on the weekends for me. So, this was kind of like a jumbled episode, but that's kind of just how I am right now. And this is the Fire From Heaven philosophy. This is the documentary, The Journey of Fire From Heaven. And just the ideas behind it. And uh, just, this is so much fun. Just to be able to do. Just to, I, a lot of times, I'm like right now with my podcast, I'm honestly probably like one of my only listeners. Because <laughs> I like to go back through and listen to just at certain points where I was here and when I was there, what I was learning then, what I was learning then. So I'm probably like one of the, the best listeners in my podcast right now. And it's like also that short-lived artist is going to be like, I'm not getting a lot of Spotify listens or whatever, podcast listens. Like, screw Spotify, screw whatever platform I'm on, screw them. It's like, no. Understand that there's just a process and there's a journey and you just got to endure. Because... Like, I've been trying to record episodes every single day. You know what that's going to add up to in another year? Who knows? Like, I'm not trying to say, like, do this to make money. (laughs) No, it's just, like, every single day, small things done every single day over a long period of time become supernatural, become massive. And the the short-lived artist doesn't know that. But it's, it's, success is done every single day. It's not this point where you get signed to this awesome record label or something or go on this huge tour. It's every single day working, busting your butt, and, you know, putting in the, the reps, as they say. So, that's a, something I'm working on, and this, this will be actual... This will be a little more focused, and I'll actually share, like, what I have written down in the book and stuff whenever I get further along with it and kind of have the idea develop a little bit further. So, yeah. Um, I'll see you in the next episode. Stay metal!